0: An icon, by definition, is a person regarded as a representative symbol that's worthy of extreme respect. The difference between me and other people is when they picture an icon, they picture someone they've seen on TV before. I picture myself. This podcast isn't for the faint of heart or the easily offended. So if you're ready to go, hop in. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Icon Elements. I know that I took a week off, and you were probably shriveling into despair, waiting for me. So I apologize for that. Um, I've been having a little bit of microphone problems because you guys know I got that cheap, like twenty-dollar headset on Amazon. So if it sounds like it was recorded on a banana again, I apologize. But that being said, I I'm actually pretty impressed with the quality. I think I told you guys that before. Um, it's so much better than having flown out my huge ass headset so i mean my big microphone whatever um <laughs> anyway good morning um i hope everyone is doing great i am sitting outside again so the birds will hopefully add a little bit to this podcast um so basically a little update for you guys um I have been home in Pennsylvania for like a little over a month now and I've been having a good time very much staying in my own lane and keeping to myself and it's very interesting because usually every year when I come home I'm like in such a rush to see all of my friends that I have here and do a bunch of things like go to Philly and hang out in the city and whatever. But I just have not been feeling like doing anything um, that much like outside of going to the shore. And it's really weird because I am not sure exactly why, but I think it has a lot to do with um, just... I've been just going through a lot of changes and I have been really just trying to uplevel my business, really try to focus on myself, really try to, um, just like spend all of my energy on things that are going to make sense long term instead of basically instead of, um... Just succumbing to short-term pleasure, I am trying to hold off for long-term pleasure, which is something that I rarely ever used to do. He um, did a sip of my my drink, so I feel like one of the things that I have always struggled with in the past is overworking or feeling like I'm spending too much time on my business had not enough time relaxing cuz i really do stress the work life balance and also i am a taurus so we love the whole lounging relaxation sleeping thing um not to blame everything on that but just i feel like it does impact it a bit so It's always been one of those things where I've always followed sort of um, an Abrahamic school of thought in terms of spirituality. So if you don't know who Abraham Hicks is, it's basically this energy channeled through a woman named Esther and they named him Abraham and long story short, he's the one who speaks for her. They are the people that basically are the inspiration behind the secret and all of those kinds of things. Um, I would say they're kind of the OGs of spirituality in a way, but their teachings are a little bit different than what I believe now. Like they're, they're, they basically say that, um, anything that you want, you can have purely by thinking about it and writing about it. And there's not much action going on there. It's more about just tuning into the frequency. And so I always really liked that because it aligned with what I wanted to believe, which is just as long as I'm happy, um, I will constantly be leveling up and making more money, which is just, I'm not just not saying it's not, it couldn't be true, but it's just not true in the sense of like what I'm trying to do. So... For a really long time, I was just always following that school of thought. and then I started recently listening to other podcasters and getting some advice from my coach. And I would say within the past year, I've completely transformed the way that I view um, abundance and my work ethic and all of that. And I am constantly trying to make myself um, not afraid of working too hard because it's it, it is hard. So the thing is when you start to, get really close to your life path or when you're really starting to live in flow and you're living out your purpose, um, it's like your ego starts to get scared and like put off and it's like, oh, like stop doing that or like let's go have a snack or take a break or go to sleep or go have some fun and it's because it's just so like powerful for you to be living in your truth that your ego is not really ready for it. And so for me, I'm starting to work on a few projects that are going to completely change the trajectory of my career. And it's so hard for me to sit down and work on it for more than a little bit because my body starts to feel like overwhelmed and almost like it's too much to handle. And it's so weird. I, 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 I can't explain it. It's just like, it feels spicy. It feels um, a little uncomfortable because I know I'm getting close to something really special and it's almost like my ego is resisting it. But regardless, yeah, that's where I'm at. I am spending a lot of time working on new things. I feel like I'm still trying to get the hang of my time management these days. Like it used to be so different. I used to spend all of my time working on my uh, graphic design and web design and now I'm really trying to kind of change what I want my day-to-day to to look like. I want it to include podcasting and social media and um, just like connecting with people and I started offering brand consulting as a lot of you know and that's going really well and I'm also working on something super special that I will talk about soon but not yet <laughs> and um it's just that there are so many different moving parts now to my company that I end up hiring someone for a few hours a week to sort of be my junior designer slash assistant she's really cool um I am excited about that and I you know it's one of those things where you're never ready to hire someone. And my business coach told me that and she's like, you're never gonna be ready. You just have to do it. And so I did it. And it's been really awesome. So I am just like, vibing with that knowing that I am not the only person that works for my company anymore, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> so that's really awesome. And I'm sort of like expanding my skill set. I'm trying to invest more in other people like in other courses and in people that have skills that I need help with. So it's just been like really interesting because and I also even hate talking about this because it's, it's my ego gets in the way, but it's just interesting how when I was living in my comfort zone and just like doing graphic design and that's it, you know, my bank account, I knew it was always going to look a certain way and I was comfortable and I was pulling in so many logos a week, but I wasn't happy just doing that. And now that I'm switching everything, it's kind of like jumping without a parachute and having faith that, you know, the money will flow because my bank account looks very different than it did before. Um, only because I'm investing so much in other people and in new tools for my business. And I am not manifesting as many graphic design clients because that's not what my soul wants. So I'm not putting my energy fully towards that right now. And also on top of that, I raise my rates again. So my rates right now for design are very, very high for small business. I would say they're still low if you're corporate, but um, my rates are for people who are really, really, really serious about their business, really want to invest in themselves and want the highest quality work with the most white glove service. And that is the clientele that I am targeting now. So that is segueing me into my actual topic for today, which is that you are not for everyone. Okay. I'm not for everyone in my business. I'm not for everyone in my personal life, and that is something that we all need to come to terms with. So, it's it's really it's hard because you know I, I this kind of piggybacks off of my episode where I said that you know, um, in order to have fans, you have to have haters. Polarization of um, making a lot of people either love you or hate you. There's there can't be an in between. You know. Make people feel something, whether it's love or hate, at least you feel something. That is like how I go about life. But what we haven't really gone over is that even if you feel like you are the best person, a a good friend, even if you feel like your intentions are pure and there's nothing wrong with your friendships and everything's great, like you have no idea what the other person could be thinking about you. And, you know, hopefully your friends are people that will come to you if there's a problem, but there's also the chance that they won't. And I'm learning now more and more all the time that I feel like I know a lot of people that secretly have issues with me and they don't voice them. And it just is one of those things that I learned a lot in the past month from multiple people that I thought were close friends and, I also have to remember that the universe is making room for people that are more in alignment with myself. And when you are communicating with someone and they finally tell you like, hey, like I you're a shitty person or you did this or you upset me this way and you communicate about it, like you can only communicate with someone at the level at which both of you are at. Like at a soul level so if someone's life experience is completely different than yours and you they're not at the same place mentally as you are it's just not it's kind of going to be like talking to a brick wall for both of you so it's really one of those things where i'm learning that it's okay to say goodbye to friendships and to not be able to solve the problem and that you're always going to be a villain in someone's story so um it's one of those things where you have to take accountability for your actions in certain scenarios with people, with friends, or with um, like haters, like stranger strangers on the internet who said that you offended them. Like, I guess usually I ignore that shit, but taking um, accountability for what you might have done wrong with friendships is obviously important, but also remembering that you are not for everyone. So your friends are going to constantly change, especially when you're up leveling Um, your fans of whatever your work is are also going to change when you're up leveling. I feel like a lot of the people that used to be My haters are not my fans and vice versa. And it's, I'm not saying that all my friendships that have, like, are ending are, they're my haters. No, like I've, we've ended friendships. I've ended a lot of friendships on mature notes and it's totally cool. And I'm so grateful that I had them in my life. And yes, I've shed many tears and I have been really sad. And it's just feeling very lost knowing that I am basically starting a fresh slate with the kind of people I'm attracting into my life. But at the end of the day, I know that all of this stuff wouldn't be happening if we were in alignment. And it's just, you're not, like, you're just not for everyone. And uh, yeah, <laughs> basically, I feel like it's it never gets easier to have to learn that. And I always think, okay, like, after I become friends with someone and I really like them, I feel like, oh, this is it. Like, this is what I've been waiting for. And then something happens or you, like, like true faces are shown and you realize that neither of you are the person that each other thought you were, basically. Um, and it's just like, you know, I, it's one of those things where, like, we're const- we're never going to stop going through that. Like there's always going to be situations that um make you realize that your friends are going to constantly change. I feel like I just made a complete run-on sentence, but my brain is just a little bit out of it right now. But I have also noticed that a lot of times there are people who have a problem with me that I didn't, like, I have no problem with them, but they have a problem with me, and in that situation, it's like, okay, like, I didn't, like, there's nothing I can do to change your perception of me, so I am just gonna let it rock and, you know, wish you all the best and, and, you know, move on from there, and I feel like lately, as I have become my most authentic self and... I'm not the second guessing every single thing I post on social media and wondering if I'm going to get like dragged through the trenches since I'm not on Twitter anymore. Like I have just been f- in fuck it mode, right? There's a huge B. So if I scream, I'm sorry. I really hate bugs. Um, I've been in fuck it mode and I feel like that is making people uncomfortable. So there are so many different sides to this to this episode, but basically, let's go back to that the one-sided disagreement thing. When you are stepping into your authentic self and you are truly being who you want to be and you are very comfortable with that person and you really love yourself, it's going to offend a lot of people. Um It's going to find a lot of people. People who don't love themselves are not happy for people who do love themselves. It's just how it works. They might not even realize it, but it's the truth. Because I've noticed a huge pattern in a lot of the people that have stopped wanting to be my friend or that no longer support me. They used to support me when I was a miserable person who did drugs every few days. Um, And that's the fucking truth. Uh, When I was a self-hating, self-deprecating loser. I used to be a loser. And you know what? Everyone loved me when I was a loser. You want to know why? Because they weren't threatened by me. I wasn't a threat. I was just below them or like I was just, you know, on this lower vibration. And I'm not saying that everyone that doesn't like me is a loser, but I'm saying that everyone liked me when I was a loser. I was just not a threat and when you're stepping into your power and when you are becoming the fullest version of yourself people who don't like themselves they can't support you it's just not possible it just isn't or also, people who want to change and want to like themselves and want to grow, they'll support you. It is possible to be sad and to be depressed and to still, still support others because I actually do have a lot of friends like that. and I'm constantly there to try to help them through that. But it's a completely other thing when you are, have no desire to change, don't see that you have a problem, and then your only response to that is to go find people who are living their best lives, being their most authentic self, and hating on them. Now, that's just one, that's one thing. So just, I guess, lesson one would be people who are miserable can't support you because they are jealous and they see you as a threat. So their hatred, even if it seems dumb, it is really a reflection on them. And it's to have compassion towards them. So have compassion towards them. Send them love. They need it. They need it much more than you do. And just, you know, move on from there next a two-sided disagreement with friends like if you and someone were really close and then something happened and both of you like you can't find a way to reconcile the problem then it's okay you guys were a lesson in each other's lives like go your separate ways still be thankful for them still send them love these are the ones I feel like hurt the most for me and that's something that I'm going through right now, because it's like, I feel like sometimes we just have no idea how the other person perceives us. And that's what's really scary, is we can perceive us ourselves as a really good friend, and someone else could perceive us as a really bad friend. And like, even after you have conversations with them, if it doesn't work out, you know, like, good riddance, I love you and move on. And that's what I say that um, you can only communicate with someone at their level of, at their frequency and at my frequency. So your frequencies can change. Friendships change because of that and that's fine. But I would say that that is like definitely something that has been happening to me. Um, I feel like I'm going to be so much more receptive of things I say to people because I am a very like I'm just an abrasive person sometimes and I say whatever I want and I don't have a filter and I'm never going to sugarcoat anything. And I feel like that's why when I say I'm not for everyone, I mean that if you're a, a very sensitive person or if you can't handle like just me saying things without a filter, um, it's going to be hard for you to be friends with me. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to uh, make myself smaller and to be like extra choosy and boring with my words. But yeah, I'm going to think about things a little bit more because that's a lesson I learned. But at the same time, I am not going to stop being ridiculous in public. I'm not going to stop talking loudly. I'm not going to stop being blunt just because someone didn't like that about me, that I'm not going to change myself to fit the mold of what someone else or what other people want as a friend. Find someone else to fill that for you. That friendship spot needs to be held by someone who can satisfy it. It's not meant for me because I have friends in my life that love the fact that I am the way that I am. And we all deserve that. You deserve to have friends that love every piece of you. I don't like feeling like I have to change who I am or censor who I am to fit in a mold of friendship. And uh i also feel like i am realizing that i need to have more female friends that are on my side, that we want to see each other win, and I feel like, I don't know about you guys or you women out there, but I feel like being friends with women is just getting harder as I get older, and it sucks, because I feel like I'm trying to unlock my divine feminine and to have a sisterhood, and that is all I want, and I feel like anytime I get close with women, it just seems like there's always an issue, and... I don't want there to be issues. (laughs) And I feel like I don't want it to be this like red flag thing where it's like, oh, what's wrong with me that it's harder for me to be friends with women than it is with men. You know, most of my friends are gay men. So I love them. They're my favorite people ever. And I feel like we get along because there's no sense of competition. I am never trying to compete with anyone. So that's the thing that I want to like express is that i feel like i'm never trying to compete but i feel like other women are trying to compete and i'm wondering if you guys are experiencing that same thing i know a lot of women that have this problem i don't know if it's because we're all more in touch with our masculine side or something but i do know that it's it sucks and that's what i'm really trying to call in right now is a sisterhood divine feminine sisterhood where um We are lifting each other up. We're dancing under the moonlight together and drinking cacao and doing yoga and just really like soaking up each other's like feminine energy. And it's just like I'm so tired of feeling like I am not a good friend to women and that my heart keeps breaking because I feel like there is a lack of communication there or just like things that I don't understand because I can't put myself in the perspective of most women because I just like, have never thought of a lot of these things. I don't have the same problems with other women as other women have with me. I don't care about the very like girly, girly type things that I feel like a lot of other women do. So that's not to say that I don't have great women friends, but that's to say that I feel like the common themes I have with women that I do have problems with are all the same. I am rambling so hard right now and I just hope that you guys are keeping up or I don't even know if this is being educational right now. Like I hope it is, Mm. but basically lesson number two is you can only meet someone at the level of their vibration and sometimes it is okay to call it quits with someone and Also, you have no idea how your other how your friends perceive you unless they are an effective communicator. If you are friends with people who keep things to themselves and don't uh, like shy to share their emotions with you, you have no idea how they perceive you. And that is scary. And that is something that we all need to work on is to communicate when something is wrong in friendships. If you are listening to this and you don't voice when something is wrong with friends, if someone crosses a boundary for you and you haven't said anything to them, please go tell them because they won't know unless you do. And piling up like little problems and little problems on top of each other in friendships is only going to make it explode at the end. So... Let's all work together and be more effective communicators as friends. And again, so lesson three, I guess, would be, you know, the universe is always trying to make space for more people in your life that are meant to be there. So letting people go is really hard. The more that you grow and the more that you um, invest in your own mental health and in your own life and the more that you put yourself first and the more that you step into your most authentic self the more people you are going to lose, unless you are already friends with people that are really at that same vibrational level as you. But even so, you probably are still going to lose a lot of people. And I am fully prepared to practice non-attachment with friends moving forward. And it sucks because I've always worn my heart on my sleeve. I've always expected the best from people. And I've always just felt very secure in my friendships but I'm realizing now like there's a lesson here it's like never stop loving fully but also practice non-attachment with relationships I feel like the most important relationship obviously is the one with yourself not to be corny but it's true so I lesson number four the relationship with yourself is the only one that you can truly count on Okay, you can't count on boyfriends, girlfriends, even parents, uh, siblings, uh, friends, mentors, whatever, you can't really fully count on anyone. Anyone can leave your life as a- at any moment. Everything is not permanent. So, As long as you love yourself and you're nurturing your relationship with yourself, you will be okay no matter who leaves your life. It's going to hurt and you might have to grieve over it, but it's not the end of the world and you will rise out of it. So that's why in these situations, yes, I'm going to be a little bit sad. I'm going to cry a few tears. I might journal about it. I'm going to grieve and then I'm going to get over it. And I remember all the great people I do have in my life that do support me, that do want to see me win, that I want to see win, that we want to nurture each other. And, yeah, I just started thinking about all the people I do have that I really appreciate and that I love, these, like, boss-ass people who are really just great, and I appreciate them, and I appreciate anyone who supports me and listens to this podcast, and I want you guys to all think about the people in your life that you know are going to be there for you um, and that want to see you win, and, you know, go thank them or say hi or FaceTime them and catch up because... Yeah, it's just it's really weird losing people and realizing that you're constantly changing, you're not for everyone, and it's it has to be okay to let go of basically anyone at any point. That's just what life is as you grow. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. I know my my ADD really shown through on this one, but um Let me know what you guys think. Like, if you want to screenshot this and post it on Instagram story, Um, I listened to another podcaster who does that. And I thought that was really cool. If you want to screenshot this episode and post it on your story with what you thought, I would love to hear about it. Um, And I love you guys. And I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for listening to my episodes. And I hope that you are evolving right along with me. And stay a fucking icon. I love you. Bye.